Hello, folks. Hey there, how are you going? Good. Welcome to another episode of Season 11. My name is Ivan. And I'm Stephen. And we are the hosts of Seinfeld Podcast, but I don't want to be a secondary character. And this is our one of our bonus podcasts where we get an episode of Seinfeld, but we write the entire thing, plot and all, and we come up with secondary characters and, you know, bring back some older secondary characters. And uh, it's episodes of Seinfeld set in the 21st century. That's right. Uh, we are in Season 11, so we did a Season 10 a little while ago. So if you go back in our normal feed you will find all of those episodes and uh, on our patreon as well uh so what episode are we doing today Today is episode four of season 11, Steve. It's called The Mummy Blogger, or for our uh, North American listeners, The Mummy Blogger. So in this episode, our condescending, I know, I'm sorry. Well, we're going to be playing American characters, so we've got to do our best American accents. Yeah, that's true. We apologize in advance for our shitty uh, American and specifically (laughs) New York accents, but uh, please forgive us. We'll do our best, eh? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We'll do our best. And if you you criticize (laughs) us, then go fuck yourself. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Is this a Sopranos podcast? Mm -mm. Where's the gabagool? Oh, where's the gabagool? Hey, Guma. <laughs> anyway, characters today are, of course, the core four. Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer. David Putty, who is uh, Elaine's husband, as we revealed in Season 10, our previous uh, series. Special guest characters today are Melissa Devine. She is the epitomous or the eponymous uh, mummy blogger, uh, as well as Beth, Jerry's episode girlfriend. Cigar Man and Brandon, Elaine's very rebellious eight-year-old or nine-year-old son. Rebunctious little kid. Rebunctious little kid. Rebunctious little something, indeed. <laughs> Anyway, a brief synopsis for The Mummy Blogger. Kramer is interested in reopening Kramerica Industries as an online store that sells cigars and cigar paraphernalia. Elaine gets into an altercation with a mummy blogger at Brandon's school. Jerry dates a woman who believes that the earth is flat. <laughs> and George goes on a strict diet despite his previously negative test results from two episodes ago. Anyway, let's get into it, eh? This is The Mummy Blogger, Scene 1. Jerry is in the car with a lady named Beth after a nice second date. They're getting along really well as she's about to go home. Just as she is about to leave the car, they talk about space travel and how it would be exciting to see the Earth from above. Jerry says, I'd be able to yell, I can see my house from here, from the moon. Earth would be like a big blue and yellow basketball. Beth says, um, actually, the Earth is on a flat plane despite what they say. Go on YouTube for proof if you don't believe me. She says goodnight and exits the car. Jerry is left stunned at what she just said. George says, She implied the Earth is flat? Oh, she didn't imply it. She flat out stated this. Uh, No pun intended. Jerry and George are at Monk's, and Jerry is unsure if he should go on another date with her after her flat earth comment. I mean, George, we get along really well. It's just a comment that bothered me a lot about her. You can't go out with her now, Jerry. She sounds like one of those conspiracy nuts. Someone like Kramer. Next, she'll tell you not to drink tap water because of fluoride, and that our world leaders are all reptiles. Well, I've always wondered why my teeth always feel so clean after drinking tap water. Jerry asks why George is only eating a grapefruit for lunch and wearing a tracksuit. He says that despite his negative blood test results recently, he's realised that he needs to look after his health at his age. Well, I guess there's a first time for everything. Kramer calls Jerry and says that after the failed app idea with Newman from the previous episode, he's inspired to reopen Kramerica Industries, but as an online store. Jerry asks what he would be selling, and Kramer says, Cigars and cigar paraphernalia. Oh, this should be interesting. Hey, how was your date the other night? You could say it was 
out of this world. He hangs up the phone as he and George eventually agree that he will go out on another date with Beth. Jerry, you gotta listen to me. If she brings up the flat earth stuff again, then you have to cut her loose. You have to, Jerry. Maybe I'll bring up the uh, New World Order theory and see if she goes for it. Kramer is at the local cafe near Jerry's fixing up Kramerica's website. He's complimenting his NASA t-shirt he's wearing that Bob Sacamano gave to him previously. Ooh, it's such a nice fit! He gets on the phone to a cigar dealer disputing an order for cigar rings while he's trying to figure out the best font for the site. What do you mean you only have 100 rings? I need 300 at least! Oh, come on! He's answering emails from other suppliers and potential clients as he hangs up on the cigar ring dealer. He bangs the table in frustration, which nearly knocks his coffee off the table. Oh, I don't remember the make-your-own-pizza-pie restaurant being this difficult to set up. Oh, boy. He sees a man walking past the cafe window smoking a Cuban cigar. Oh, jackpot! He immediately closes his laptop and runs after the cigar man as the waiter yells at him to come back. Um, sir, you need to pay for your latte, sir? <laughs> Elaine and Putty are with Brandon at his school for a teacher-parent meeting. They talk about the teacher saying that Brandon disrupts the other students. Elaine says, It's really frustrating that he keeps doing that. How do we stop him? Putty says, uh, I wouldn't worry about it, babe. It's all part of growing up. I was like that at his age, too. You don't remember what you were like before you started the business? You used to disrupt me all the- Yeah, that's right. Elaine makes her way to the food table for refreshments when she sees a mother taking a video of her two children and commenting on how good the interviews were on her phone. Elaine rolls her eyes when the lady notices her. The mummy blogger, aka Melissa Devine, says, You're like Brandon's mom, aren't you? Elaine, isn't it? Oh yeah, I am. And you're like Tyler and Ava's mum, Melissa, right? You know, your son makes my children, like, very upset. He won't stop making loud noises. He scares them. Lady, he's still growing up. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> growing up by, like, sounding like a, a savage beast? How does that work? Hey, don't, like, insult like my son. You, like, hear me? Melissa turns back to explain what's going on to her followers. Hey all, it's NYC mommy blogger Melissa Devine here. So I'm like at my children's parent-teacher interviews and this like irresponsible couple are like verbally abusing me and my children. Elaine puts herself in front of the camera to defend herself. Give me that phone, no. She is abusing my child. Don't listen to this self-indulgent and vapid woman. Think for yourselves. The women yell and shove each other in a scuffle with everyone else watching on. Kramer catches up to the man and asks him where he got the cigar from. The cigar man says, Oh, I, uh, I bought it online. Was it from a cigar store? Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me, uh, what was the name of it? How much did it cost? Here, take my card. If you need any more cigars or cigar paraphernalia, I'm your guy. Uh, okay, wh whatever, dude. Uh, listen, I have somewhere to be right now, okay? So, like, have a nice day. The man enters his car and is about to drive off. Kramer pleads for him to come back as the man drives away. Hey, what are you doing? Back off, you crazy. Kramer decides to follow the man to get his questions answered. I have to know who my competitors are. He heads to his car to chase down the man. 
George is power walking down the street feeling good about doing something about his health. A montage clip shows him smiling and greeting passers-by with mixed results. He scrolls through his Facebook feed and sees that one of his mutual friends is attending a flat earth get-together later in the day. <laughs> oh my god! Beth is going to be the main speaker? Oh, I gotta tell Jerry. He tries to call Jerry about it, but it goes straight to voicemail. George has an internal monologue about having vague suspicions that the Earth may not be spherical. Hmm. You know what? Maybe I've been lied to my entire life. I need answers. And uh, if I go, maybe I'll find the answers that I've been looking for. He starts power walking to the event venue as he is huffing and puffing. <laughs> Jerry is having coffee with Beth as she has to attend a convention later in the day. And I'm, I'm going to be the keynote speaker, which is uh, very exciting. It's going to be at the youth center just a few blocks from here. Jerry brings up what she said about the earth being flat the night before. It's something that's been bothering me since we uh, last saw each other. I just want to know if you were, uh, you know, uh, pulling my leg. Beth goes from her playful and likeable self to becoming straight-edged when he mentions this. She holds his arm and draws him closer to her. I'm going to text you a YouTube link for you to watch, okay? It's going to give you all the answers. She abruptly leaves. Jerry is once again stunned at what had just happened. He checks his phone and see George left a voicemail as he listens to it. He decides to make his way to the get-together. Elaine and Melissa are still arguing with each other as Putty, the teacher, and the other parents try to break up the confrontation. They get split up as Melissa begins to threaten Elaine. I'm gonna, like, write an angry blog about you when I get home. I'm gonna, like, expose you for, like, the monster mother that you are. She walks off with her husband and children in a huff. Elaine dismisses the threat, but when Putty Googles the blog, he says that it has over 3 million readers and that her Instagram page has over half a million followers. Elaine gasps as she didn't realise that she had that many followers and readers. Oh no, if anyone at work reads that blog, my reputation could be ruined. Even my employment. You and Brandon can take an Uber home. I'm following the mummy blogger. I'll set this straight. Be careful, babe. She looks crazy. Elaine grabs the car keys to chase down the mummy blogger. You're gonna get yours, lady. A montage clip shows George power walking, or at least trying to, to where the get-together will be. Ah, <sighs> uh, uh, my, my sides are burning. Kramer is in his car following the man with the cigar. Elaine is in her car driving after the mummy blogger, and Jerry is in the car also making his way to the get-together. <laughs> Jerry, Kramer and Elaine all arrive at the front of the centre at the same time. What are you both doing here? Oh, Jer, I'm following this mummy blogger from Brandon's school who's threatening to write a mean blog about me. She just walked in the door. And I'm chasing down this guy who has all of these cigars from one of my competitors. He also just walked in the door. And I thought I had the weirdest reason to be here. Elaine spots a sign at the front near the door. The New York City Flat Earth Convention. Oh, I knew the mummy blogger was an odd one. Nice NASA shirt, by the way, Kramer. Oh, uh, thanks. Bob Sackamano got it for me when he was in Florida for a vacation. Jerry explains Beth's stance on the flat earth theory, and he says that he needed to know once and for all if she was for real about it. <laughs> What's next? Should tell you not to drink tap water because of the fluoride? Well, that's exactly what George said. Speaking of which... George arrives panting and sweaty. Oh, you look like you're about to have a heart attack. Uh, Jerry, uh, I think Beth might be uh, uh, onto something about the shape of the earth. Uh, I just realized 
I think I need to find the answers. I think I need to find out more about it, Jerry. I think it'll help a lot. George, you know that's only a conspiracy theory, right? Maybe you and Kramer can talk about it later. I assume you believe in the same thing, right, Kramer? No way! Really? I thought you believed in all this stuff. No, well, this theory is for the real wackos. I've seen the film Apollo 13. I know for a fact that the Earth is round. Well, we better all go in then. They all enter the youth center. Beth is introduced for the keynote speech. There are at least a few hundred people in attendance. Melissa is recording a live stream to her followers while seated in the front row, while the cigar man is a few rows back counting his cigars in his cigar box. So, like, we're going to find out some more information about this theory. I think there may be, like, merit to this idea. George takes a seat and is getting ready for the speech. Elaine is walking the rows trying to find the mummy blogger, and Kramer is looking for the cigar man. Um, is this thing on? (laughs) Thank you for coming today. This has been a day that I've been waiting a long time for. I wish to share my story about why I believe that the Earth is flat. George is eagerly waiting for what she has to say. Jerry is standing behind him, rolling his eyes. When I was 15 years old, my father worked for NASA. One day, I went into my father's study to find something he confiscated from me. When I stumbled across files in one of his drawers, those files were classified. And after opening them to see what was written, I discovered that NASA secretly believed that the Earth was flat rather than circular. I've never told him what I found in fear of getting myself or him in trouble. But thanks to the internet, I'm able to finally express my true views on the subject with like-minded people. The crowd erupts in applause. Well, looks like we're done then. Oh, what a whack job. Kramer and Elaine spot their targets at the same time and begin arguing with them. Don't write that blog about me. She and Melissa begin tussling again while Kramer tries to take the cigar box from the man. Please, I need to know what my competitors are selling. Get off me, weirdo. Beth notices Kramer wearing his NASA shirt and points to him. Ladies and gentlemen, a NASA employee has infiltrated the convention and he's come to silence me. Please detain him at once. The audience begins to descend on Kramer. The cigar man grabs him to try and detain him. Beth runs off the stage and is about to leave when she notices Jerry in the back row. Jerry, you have to believe me. The earth really is flat. I think we're done here. Have a nice life. He leaves the hall laughing and shaking his head. George is still seated and riveted at what he had just heard, while the crowd try to detain Kramer. They're also trying to break up Elaine and Melissa. The core four are back at Jerry's. Kramer and Elaine are nursing their wounds. We were lucky to make it out of there alive. George is eating a hamburger and drinking a Coke. He says that he's healthy enough to eat that kind of stuff. Elaine is miffed that the mummy blogger ended up posting a blog about her. The acting CEO read it and said that they'll have to chat with me the next time in the office. Ah, good grief. Hey, uh, I feel like watching a Flat Earth documentary on YouTube. How about everyone else? Nah, let's watch Apollo 13. And that was episode four of season 11, The Mummy Blogger. Good work, Steve. You're getting better and better each week. Oh, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I'm on my way to becoming a full tilt actor. I think so. <laughs> I think if ever we redo season 10 and 11 and we have like full on production, sound effects, full on voice actors, you know, we can give you a couple of parts. Yeah, this is just a demo <laughs> version of our full scale production, which will happen at some point. Yeah, the LP, that'll be hopefully released after COVID before it goes well. Yeah, this is the EP. <laughs> That's right. The EP, the, the rough demo EP. <laughs> yeah. Recorded in our garage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. At the moment, this series is on 
Patreon. Um, so if you happen to be listening to this outside of Patreon for some reason, uh, feel free to sign up, patreon.com forward slash Bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C, and you can support us for a very low fee every month and you get early access to Bidwabask episodes as well as some bonus content like this. That's right. And uh, yeah, make sure you tell anyone else who might be interested, any other Seinfeld fans. And uh, we thank you for listening and supporting us because uh, we yeah. yeah we appreciate it. It uh, means a lot, helps us cover some of the costs running a podcast, and uh, it means a lot that you are willing to part with a few bucks per month. Uh, when there's a lot of other good creators out there, the fact that you're choosing us is uh, is meaningful in a way that we can't really explain, so thank you. A massive honour. And you can also support us by sending us an email or following us on social media and uh, reaching out to us. Those details are all in the show notes. That's right. And finally, we are on, uh, well, we are on Facebook as a podcast, but we do have a massive Seinfeld group called Seinfeldisms, the, uh, the most massivest uh, Seinfeld group on Facebook, so make sure you check us out there too. Absolutely. My name's Ivan. And I'm Stephen. We'll see you next week for episode five of season 11, as well as Bidwabask. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>